Welcome to the Flourish with Functional Nutrition podcast. I'm your host, Madeline Lowry, founder of Twin Cities Nutritional Therapy and a nutritional therapy practitioner specializing in chronic digestive issues, depression, anxiety, and autoimmune disease with a focus on the gut microbiome. Each podcast episode focuses on a specific disease condition, nutritional therapy technique, or practitioner. Join me for episode one, where we meet Lynn Fox, nutritional therapy practitioner from Cheyenne, Wyoming, and learn about her health journey and how she was inspired to train in functional nutrition. Stay tuned until the end to hear her tips for healthy living. As always, we must disclaim that the information we share in the podcast is for educational purposes only and is not a substitute for medical care. Functional nutrition is similar to functional medicine in that it looks for root causes of illness. As nutritional therapy practitioners, we do not diagnose or treat disease, and we recommend working with a qualified practitioner. Now, let's meet Lynn Fox. All right, so Lynn Fox, welcome, welcome. So happy to have you on the show. Yes, it's good to be here. Yeah, so Lynn and I met during our nutritional therapy practitioner training, and Lynn um, is from Cheyenne, Wyoming. I noticed her in the crowd right away because she is impressively tall and she has a huge smile to match. And we became friends over the, you know, the course of the program. Lynn, tell me why you decided to train in nutritional therapy. Well, it, I, I came to nutritional therapy through a health struggle, um, really a lifelong health struggle of Hashimoto's. And it, I was in a position where I was just really trying to research. I was reading every book possible out there, websites, blogs, and through all of this research that I was doing on my own, I came and found the nutritional therapy program, and I realized I needed to do this program for myself to just continue to heal myself, and it it just felt like a, a good fit for me. Can you tell me in a few, you know, in a couple of sentences, what how you explain what a nutritional therapy practitioner is? A nutritional therapy practitioner is someone that um, helps another individual get over health struggles just by using nutrition. And, and nutrition is very, very powerful, I believe, in helping people to overcome a lot of health challenges. Yeah, I think we're seeing that, you know, the whole that whole functional medicine approach is, you know, actually it can, the major concerns there are, you know, nutritional, um, diet, lifestyle changes, right? And many of those um, changes can be recommended by someone like a nutritional therapy practitioner working with your practitioner as well, of course. So tell me about your health journey and how your training as a nutritional therapy practitioner has helped you? Um, my health journey really, as I look back, and now everything that I know now really started after I hit puberty. I was an athlete. As you mentioned, I'm really tall, so I played basketball, um, which was a natural fit for me. And I struggled once I hit puberty with losing weight, keeping weight off. 
Um, I had some issues of actual fainting. I had a lot of digestive issues back then. And then as I grew up and I got a college scholarship and I went on to play college basketball, Division One college basketball, even though I was um, the coach there again, wanted me to lose weight. So I went on this low fat, low calorie diet. And um, it just, I was able to lose the 10 pounds the coach wanted me to lose, but it just, within nine months, the weight came back. That's even with working out three and a half hours every day, six days a week. And from there, um, my weight, I just, my whole college career playing basketball, I couldn't keep the weight down. And I just ballooned. I would go up and down, up and down. I ballooned up to a pretty high weight for myself, even though I was working out at a very high level. And I was having digestive issues and I was having depression, severe depression. Um, And of course I didn't know what was going on. And by the time I was 25 and had my first job at a uh, graduate school, they offered a blood test at my work site and I took that blood test and my TSH, my thyroid stimulating hormone number was way off the charts. So of course I didn't know what that meant or you know anything about that. And I went to the doctor and of course I said, well, you have hypothyroidism. And so from the age of about 25 to the age of about 40, I thought that I just had hypothyroidism and that my thyroid was just low. And I took the, the um, thyroid replacement therapy that they give you, but my symptoms would still come back. I had weight gain, I had depression, hot, I was very cold, I had constipation, I had lots of digestive issues. Of course, I had a son in that period, and I know now that I had a flare after I had my son, but I didn't know I had an autoimmune disease until about 40 years old. I had a sister who died of colon cancer at 38, and so, And my thyroid felt like it was inflamed or I had a lump in it. I went to my doctor and she said, well, let's do an ultrasound. And they did an ultrasound and then they were going to do a biopsy. And the um, radiologist looked at me and he said, well, it just looks like it's inflamed. It looks like thyroiditis. And then they had referred me to an ear, nose and throat. And that doctor just did the basic blood test, which is a thyroid antibody test, which tests for two antibodies. And that's how I found out that I had it. Wow, that's so sad about your sister. Yeah, yeah. Do you think that her um, her health issues could have been? Yeah, I do. Related to to the similar to yours? Yes, I do. Um, our dad, my father, had schizophrenia, and on his side of the family, there was a lot of depression. And as I delved into this whole gluten sensitivity, because I do, you know, gluten, eating gluten causes, can cause an autoimmune disease. It causes a leaky gut. And there are research studies out there connecting gluten to even schizophrenia because it is a gut, there is a gut-brain connection. And when you have a leaky gut, you can also have a leaky brain. And And we know that gluten is also connected to autism, and, um, and of course, of course, colitis and um, bowel problems. So yes, I definitely think there were a lot of um, issues, but I do think that probably the way that we ate did increase her, her, her risk of colon cancer. 
Yeah, that's that's um, a really young age too. Of course, colon cancer is um, it's one of those cancers that is, is the prognosis is not very good and the decline is quite rapid. You know, tell me how becoming a nutritional therapy practitioner helped you because you had figured out the gluten thing probably before you started started the program, correct? Correct. I had, um, once I got the diagnosis from the conventional doctor, I had already been reading about gluten and also been reading about over-exercising because I knew that that was a factor in my life with the um, playing Division One college basketball. And then I, of course, was a uh, fitness teacher for years. And he just poo-pooed it off and said, oh, no, gluten has nothing to do with it. And I didn't believe that because I had already read a book by Dr. Amy Myers, The the Autoimmune Solution, and had read some stuff from um, Isabella Lenz. So I ended up going to a uh, a naturopathic doctor, and she tested me. And, of course, I came back um, non-celiac gluten sensitivity. So from there, I worked with her for about five months, and I just couldn't afford it, you know, because... A lot of, you know, insurance doesn't cover um, alternative medicine or naturopathic doctors. So then I decided to just do it on my own. So that's when I really said, well, I can teach myself more about this. And so I did. And that's when you found the Nutritional Therapy Practitioner Program? Yes, yes. How did you find it? Um, I, I believe I was reading uh, Angie Alt and Mickey Trescott's website. Um, they have, they both have autoimmune disease, and I believe both of them went through. Are they're both? I know Angie is a nutritional therapist, and so I, I just found that, and and then I would just listen to podcasts and watch a lot of things, and a lot of uh, a lot of these people that are I was following, some of them were nutritional therapists. Yeah, that's funny because I think I found nutritional therapy through Mickey Trescott's, um, her cookbook called uh, AI Paleo, uh, The Autoimmune Paleo Diet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she is a nutritional therapy practitioner. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, what are your plans as a nutritional therapist? Are you, uh, do you have particular areas where you plan to specialize? Well, um I live in Wyoming, which is considered a red state, so I can't legally uh, practice as a nutritional therapy practitioner. But my my day job is I'm a wellness coordinator for a school district, and I work with the staff and helping them to be healthier. So, um, and part of that is nutritional education. So that's what I'm really doing right now. I'm actually working with uh, four or five ladies right now, and it just so happens that they all have thyroid issues. And I, it, it, you know, I have this pool of about 2,200 employees, and it's just amazing when I just run into people and then they start to talk to me, and I find out they have thyroid issues, and then I try to, <laughs> then I really want to give them all this information. That's so funny. Yeah. I think one of the risks of becoming a nutritional therapy practitioner is that you want to save the world. And every time you run into someone with um, some chronic symptoms that you recognize as being part of a pattern, you sort of want to, you know, help them maybe more than they want to be helped. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So I have to be careful with that. I have to be careful with that. But yes. 
Yeah. So is there, in your mind, is there one thing every listener should know about nutritional therapy? I mean, it's not very well known yet in the U.S. I think maybe better known on the East and the West Coast than it is in the middle of the country. Um, the one thing that I would like people to know is the symptoms they are having are most likely connected to what they're eating. People don't make that connection. All the digestive issues that are going on out there, the mood issues, the brain fog, a lot of it is just connected to what you are eating. And that, as nutritional therapists, we can really delve in and find out, okay, what is it that you are eating that your body does not like? <laughs> yeah, I think that's so true. I think that people, um, it's it's really not widely known yet that you can influence your health quite dramatically by changing what you eat. I have a special interest in the microbiome, and so I have a little bit different perspective on this. But I'm learning a lot about the microbiome and coming to appreciate how much it, you know, how important its role is in health and how we change it yes. um, very quickly through diet. In fact, there's a big nature paper. Um, an article published in Nature, I should say, that talks about how the microbiome changes within 24 hours of consuming food. So it's so important to consider what you are eating and also what you are not eating. Yes, correct. You're very correct on that. So do you have a tip or two for our listeners in terms of how they can start to improve their health? The easiest low-hanging thing that I see daily with these employees that I work with is just to drink more water. People are walking around chronically dehydrated. You need to drink about half your body weight and ounces of water every day. I know it sounds it can sound like a lot for a lot of people, but if you just start doing that, you will feel amazing. I think that's really true. I see that as well. And I think it's not only the drinking water, but cutting down on those diuretic yes. beverages. Do you want to say more about that, Lynn? Yes. I feel like we are such a nation of coffee drinkers, and there is some health benefit in coffee, but I, I see the negative in it, and that is a diuretic, and it just drains you of, of water. And then coffee, anything caffeinated, high sugar beverages like soda, even diet sodas, even fruit juice will um, deplete you of water. But when you drink something with a lot of sugar, it also depletes you of minerals that your body needs. And then of course, if you're drinking something like caffeinated coffee, it's activating your adrenal glands and that can cause blood sugar dysregulation. And of course, it's just adding, it's, it's a food stress. It's a stressor to your body. You may not know you're stressing your body, but you are. Yeah, I think that people don't realize the effects that caffeine can have on them. And we're such a caffeinated society, right? People are, um, they're tired. They're not sleeping well. They're waking up tired. They, they need their coffee to get through the day. They're drinking sodas and uh, tea, even green tea, black tea, we think it's so healthful, but it's another source of caffeine, so we really have to be careful about that. Yes. Well, and it's been great having you on the show today. Thank you so much for all your advice, all your insights. I look forward to talking with you again. Okay, thank you so much, ma'am. Thanks for joining us for the Flourish with Functional Nutrition podcast. 
please listen again and remember to follow us and leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or Stitcher. To learn more about Twin Cities Nutritional Therapy or check out our podcast page, visit tcnutritionaltherapy.com. To find a nutritional therapy practitioner in your area, use the provider search at nutritionaltherapy.com. Until the next time, be well and flourish.